Here we go. This is Gary Vest at the Linden Chamber with another edition of Our Town Conversations with Friends and my friend and Linden Mayor, Scott Cordice. Good morning. Good morning, Gary. How are you today? I'm doing well. All right. All right. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming out and playing. Hey, no problem. Busy schedule, I know. Yeah, lots going on always. Always. <laughs> always. For a retiree. Yeah, that's well, that's a new phase yeah. in life, and it's yeah. going well. Unemployed. Unemployed. <laughs> well, people say I'm employed by the city, but yeah. that's just a part-time gig, oh. you know. So you're living off the government dole. I am living I off the government dole. That's right. I yep. see how this works. That's good. So... Tell us a little bit about what brought you, what was your life journey to become mayor of Linden? Well, first of all, being mayor of Linden wasn't on my life objectives. Oh, but was it a bucket just, list? It wasn't on the bucket <laughs> list. So, But you go way back. I mean, I'm a born and raised Linden kid and uh, uh, married in the 80s, have three children that all wanted to blow this popsicle stand and they're all back in town. <laughs> they all live in town. And that's wonderful. They all get to vote for their dad for mayor. So that's, oh, that's, oh, great. that's yeah, good. Yeah. So I got, you know, I got seven votes with my wife all oh. tied up. Without, Are you sure? I'm Have pretty you su- checked their ballots? <laughs> <laughs> I don't check their ballots. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Just think, maybe they yeah. want more grandpa time. Yeah, I, uh, who knows, you know? But the life journey was interesting. So I was involved in business heavily in town and uh, Corvan Industries was what I was part of. And then we sold to Oxbow in 2004. I was employed by Oxbow. And then uh, back in 2000, well, probably a 2006 or seven, Jack Louse approached me and said, hey, you want to be mayor? And I said, no way, man. <laughs> Absolutely no way. Who would want to do that job? <laughs> and he kept approaching me and kept approaching me. And finally, one day it was like, um, well, let me think about it. And that was the chink in the armor. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when you called? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I called a little later. First, first I was like, uh, you know... I'll check with my wife. You know, she'll say no. <laughs> well, it turns out she said, no, you'd probably be all right at that job. And then I said, I, you know, I'll check with my kids. They'll, they'll say they don't want their dad in public. <laughs> oh, no, the kids go, no, no, you'll be great, dad. That'd oh, be good for awesome. you. And then finally, my ace in the hole, I went to my employer and said, hey, they want me to run for mayor. And, um, you know, it would take some of my time. And, oh, we encourage public service. Go for it. So three strikes, I'm uh, out. I was in. Nice, nice. <laughs> and you were working at what is now known as Oxbow. Oxbow. yep. But you were part of the group that was instrumental yep. in starting yep. what yep. was was known as Corvan. Yep, correct. Yeah, so that back in 1982. Eight, I started at Corvan. It was two years in existence at that point, okay. and my brother started it with a, a bunch of partners from in town here, um, particularly Farmers Equipment Group, and uh, my dad and his business partner were all in the group, and we ran that company for uh, quite a few years before a bunch of the partners were getting older and wanted to retire and get out. So, oh, yeah. so, so that's what propagated the sale back in 2004. Okay, okay. So, and what was your role there? I'm an engineer by background, so I did... Uh, that explains <laughs> so much. <laughs> it's a good thing I tell yes, people. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Yeah, so uh, engineer by background. So I did a lot of design work in the early years, and um, uh, particularly on the blueberry harvester and the coffee harvester. did a lot of work on those. And then developed into pr- um, production uh, manager and then uh, just general management. And then in the end, I was a product manager for the berry coffee and... Uh, other products group of Oxbow. So oh, wow. A lot of, I had a lot of fun. Traveled all over. Yeah, so that <laughs> stuff, for people who don't know, goes literally all over the world. Yeah. we well, 
Oxbow builds equipment that's really specialty equipment for. In in Linden, we build I say for stuff for tall thin rows. So we build oh, par- yeah. pickers for raspberries, blueberries, coffee, olives, which is high density now grown in rows, um, and then grapes. Let's see what else. Anyway, tall thin rows is okay. what, what we do, and uh, <laughs> and then and then as it turns out, you know, there's not a lot of competition in this, so you end up selling this stuff all over the world. So. I've nice. been to various corners of the world selling our, our equipment. Yeah, I've told you the, the story before of me uh, traveling to the island of mm-hmm. Kauai, yeah. taking yeah. a tour of their coffee fields, and they have a self-guided tour, and I came around uh-huh. the corner, and there's a Corvan, Harvester. Cor- Corvan raspberry picker <laughs> in the middle right. of this coffee field, and That's I had right. no idea, so I yep. called you, and you go, no, no, <laughs> we sell coffee harvesters, yeah, it's not coffee. a picker. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was um, it. Was a lot of fun in in the early '90s. We did a, the development work actually on Kauai. Oh wow! And um, I was there quite a bit each year, a couple weeks a year, trying to get the bugs out of the machine. And then uh, we sold them. Actually, we sold them six machines in 1992, right before Hurricane Aniki hit the oh, island. Oh wow! And so it was qu- quite an interesting little adventure there as well. Yeah, for those of you who don't know that are listening, <laughs> Hurricane Aniki was like the largest. Hurricane to hit Hawaii. Hawaii, and it and the and eye of the storm went right over the, yeah. the island, and it really wiped out the yeah. island. And it's still kind of recovering. This what twenty some years yeah. later. Yeah, absolutely. And if for those of you who want to see a get a little bite of it, watch <laughs> Jurassic Park, and there is a scene in there where the storms are raging, and that was actually filmed in Hurricane Aniki because they were filming the movie on Kauai at oh, that, is that time. Right? Yeah. Wow. Little uh, trivia, yep, there you, know, yep. you know, I like little tidbits <laughs> of crap that's absolutely useless otherwise. So you, you run for mayor, yep. you get voted in as mayor. Yep. yep. What's, the, what's the biggest thing you learned that you didn't know going into this? It's a part-time job with 20 meetings a month. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, the first year I was going everywhere for meetings, and it was it's it's interesting, and you learn a lot about uh, government. I I was from the private sector. I'd never done anything like this, and you just learn so much about government. And it's it turns out in my mind, I'm, government's everywhere. It is. And, and, and you think it's not, but it is. And it is. From the moment you wake up to the moment you go yep, to bed, yep. somehow they got their toe in your business. That's right. So, and so I've tried to come from a more you know, conservative perspective as I get involved with all these groups. So I'm on a variety of boards in the county now because I'm an elected official and, and we, you're appointed to certain ones. And so you, have to, you go to these things. And so I try to ha- have my voice heard, particularly for Linden. Yeah, you know, I want I want good stuff for Lynn. And 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 what didn't you know, like how the city functions? Was there anything that <laughs> caught you off guard a little bit? Like that's our responsibility or we really uh, need to do Well, I that? guess I, w- one of the encouraging things was how Linden is involved in some of the um, uh, ancillary groups in oh, London, yeah. like yeah. Uh, Project Hope. I just, it's exciting to be part of that. Yeah. And it, it seems like if you can get government involved by helping with a little bit of money and things like that, they stretch the dollars way better than we as government can Correct. do. And, and so 
we try to do that as much as possible to use other private organizations to, to stretch our public dollars. Because uh, as, for instance, the London Chamber of yeah, Commerce is a receiver of those yeah, dollars yeah. through a marketing agreement, yeah. but yeah. we're able to take that and leverage it with private sector dollars right? and do things like parades and the Raspberry Festival yeah, and, and yeah. on and on and, and on. And the community center is another one that gets yeah. the dollars. And, yeah. and so there, you look around and we... We help out a variety of things that way, and it's it's good for the community, and it's good for the city, and it keeps our overhead down, and because we farm it out to it, other people, it really does. And yep. then we're able to, as smaller community mm-hmm. entities, we, our biggest, uh, I guess, is leveraging volunteers, mm-hmm. yep. because it's when community members step up that yep. it really makes a difference. Or you you guys are paying prevailing wage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh, so another thing that I, I found, uh, you know, is you. It, the city doesn't run like a business. Um, they have, <laughs> really? they have, they have. Well, general fund is the is the fund that kind of runs everything that you think about. But then there's the utility funds that are separate, and you can't commingle the funds. And by state law. By state law, yeah. Correct. So, so you have this fund over here, which is doing well, and you go, well, let's use that money over. No, you can't use that money over yeah. here. It has to, has to be over here. And another, the the way they do the accounting, the general fund now is probably in. We'll say it's. $12 million, something like that. And and we have the utility funds. But the total budget is like, you know, $60, $70 million for the city, the total budget. And you go, well, how can that be? Well, you double count money because you're moving it from Correct. fund to fund. And it's, it's, it's so Correct. you, you got to learn how the money moves around. And that when you see this big number, it's really not the big number. The city really runs on about $15 million. Right, right, <laughs> right. Because if you take, if you took money into the sewer fund. Yep. And then you had to do a street project yep. that required some work on the sewer. Then you transfer that money yep. so that we'll say a yep. hundred thousand yep. dollars is now two hundred thousand yep. dollars. <laughs> and you might do it twice because you may have transferred it, or you may yeah. have borrowed the money short term before you transfer the money. And when you borrowed the money, you, it's another hundred thousand. Yeah. So, so you yeah. might count it three or four times for one hundred thousand dollar project. So, all right. <laughs> You learn these things yeah, as you get involved. Yeah, but it's it's. I know uh, my experience with the city when I was on city council. That was one of the things you look at that first initial budget and you're like, we're loaded. Yeah, we're loaded. We can do all kinds of things. Yeah. I have such great ideas. And, and then, then you, you learn, yeah, and then you find out it's ghost money. That's it right. doesn't really exist. Yeah. And also, um, is it correct that uh, many times in the city of mm-hmm. Linden's budget, as an example, it's all yeah. over. All municipalities do it. There's also things you put in there that don't necessarily have a revenue source nor yeah. necessarily are going to be done. That's correct. Yeah. So you plan ahead and you, it, let's take parks and trails. We've, we've gone to the RCO, the recreation and conservation organization a couple of times to ask for trail money. So we put the project in like we're going to do it. We put potentially the income in that we're going to get from the grant and it didn't happen. So we don't do the project. So correct. there's, there's your budget. You know that was a 1.2 million dollar project. There's so our budget was 1.2 million bigger, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen because we didn't get the money. Yeah, but and and we're okay. We're smart that way. We're not going to spend the money we don't have. Correct, <laughs> correct, correct. You do a good job of that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So when you're learning all this stuff and you're meeting people, what what is uh what do you think has been like a challenge that you went oh okay we got to tackle this and it's been a little tougher maybe than you thought. Um. I. Well, there, I'll go do a simple challenge. I think everybody would face, and then a tougher challenge. The okay. simple challenge is when you go to all these meetings, you got to learn everybody's name. Ooh, ooh, 
and you, I'd be and, dead. So I would sit at meetings, and and, and you, fortunately, every meeting usually everybody introduces themselves, and I can write down the first names as we go around oh, the yeah. table, and that way I got to I start to get a clue who's who. Yeah. So that's a that's a complicated piece that you got to figure out right out of the gate. Okay. I think the other one that's really is um, we've known now. I've been in this ten years, and it was known before I got in that. Our growth area is between Benson and Double Ditch, and oh, yeah. that's called the Pepin Creek area. Yes. And when I got in, they said, "Oh, that's gonna, you know, it's gonna be a crazy project. It's gonna be expensive. We're gonna have to move the creek and do these things." And, you know, five, ten million bucks. It's just start preparing for that. Just start preparing <laughs> for it. And, <laughs> well, <laughs> the last <laughs> estimate was, you know, thirty-five to forty million dollars, yeah, and right. we still haven't done anything, and there's still a problem. Correct. Correct. And that's a big one. And for those of you <laughs> listening that don't know, uh, we are granted areas of growth by the county through the Growth Management Act. We have to go say, hey, this is this is an area where we're going to grow. Mm-hmm. So we have to have that predetermined ahead of time. Yeah. And that's where we we requested. Yeah, we requested this area. And for some reason, this Growth Management Board has put some we'll call them barriers around Lynn. And they don't want us to cross north of the Badger and they don't Correct. want us to cross west of Bertheson Road. And we've kind of hit the eastern edge as it drops off now into the peak ground on the east side of town. And we got the river on the south side. So we're boxed in. Right. And the areas left are wetter than we like and they have a tendency to flood. So we've got to take care of these problems before we start building into it. So Yeah. And they don't flood. It's not like it's a regular no, everyday no, occurrence, no. but as we experienced just two last weeks week, ago, yeah. yeah, we had some flooding out there. And and this and in the his, hist, historically, the flood occurs. We've had cold weather for a week or two, and we've had then snow. And now the ground's frozen, and the snow has blown and drifted into the ditches. And then we get the uh, Pineapple Express right after that. And the ground is frozen, so it can't allow any of the water to go down. And it just all came into linen and flooded. The last flood was a little different because it did occur after a cold snap, but the ground was already thawed out and the ditches were clean, which we now do regularly so that the water can flow out. Um, But we got four inches of rain in 36 hours or something. And that's just unusual around here. And we saw a new flooding event, a new way to have a flooding event occur. Right, right. And we also get um, moisture, water, Yep. down from our friends oh, up yeah, north, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't help because according yeah. to some, um, that's increased 60% over the years, yeah, the flow yeah, that's yeah. coming down there. If you go to a flooding, if, you, if we're having a flooding event in town and you go to Boundary Road, it's just overflowing the road. So... A lot of that water that is coming from Canada and, and the development up there and the mining that's going on with their gravel pits, that's causing runoff to come quicker. If you talk yeah. to the people who've been here historically, they said in the past you'd get rain and, you know, a day later you'd start seeing the water rise. And now you're within six, five, six hours, you see the water come up. It's immediate. So it's immediate. So it's flowing off quicker. And, and, w- and we weren't... Um, we never prepared for that because no, it no. wasn't necessarily our responsibility right, to keep right. track of yep, what they're doing yep. up there. And it's going to get more complicated in the future because another thing that's occurring is um, the culvert deal. And oh. So in the, st- in the state, they've been mandated to take out culverts because they're fish barriers. And one of the fish barriers is at Double Ditch and Badger. And when that culvert comes out, it's kind of a 
restriction valve coming oh, into yeah. town right yeah, now. Yeah. When we take it out, when they take it out and make it flow easier, we're going to get more water quicker. So we've got a plan for that, and hopefully we can. And we are working with the state, but hopefully we can work with them to get get some kind of cooperation so that we can take care of some of our problems while they're taking care of some of their problems. As in, give us money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Break open that wallet, please. That's right. Do you do you find it? Um, is it pretty easy to work with other governmental organizations I, like the county and the state? And I find for myself, it's I I can talk with them anytime and try to convey convey my ideas. So I find it pretty easy to work with them. Uh, we do run into roadblocks though on occasion, right. and, and you know, like growth management board, we're kind of boxed in because of their stuff. Though I'm initiating discussions, you know, hey. Can we cross the badger? You know, what is the long-term outlook? You know, and, right. and let's talk about these things so that we can put a plan together, for, so we can plan for not next year, five years, but ten and twenty years down the road. Because if I if I recall correctly, part of the Growth Management Act is the main, maintaining affordable housing. Yeah, and, and that becomes extremely difficult when you have forty-five million dollars worth of infrastructure yeah, you need yeah. to do in an area and. Yeah. I yeah. think at one estimate it was roughly thirty thousand dollars a traditional lot. Yep. So seventy five hundred yep. squares or so, yep. a little yep. more. Yep. Yeah. So it's yeah, so when we talk to them and they say, Well, let's have affordable housing, we're going because of the land you've given us, affordable housing is probably off the table. Right. Now we can probably create other affordable housing in other areas. Let's talk about say the South Business District right. in town be- between uh, Front Street and River. Riverview, there's opportunity to put some maybe some higher density homes down there and right. make it more affordable. Which but is really where you want the density because it's closest yeah, to the services. That's, that's that right. Are you provided. want it, you re- really like it downtown, right? Yeah, and would help would help the downtown merchants yeah. because that gives a, a yeah. built-in population yep. base yep. that's already there. So we're trying to encourage the people that own those lands down there to hey, let's look for multifamily. Uh, opportunities down there but at the same time we don't want to change the character of town so right now we're (laughs) 25 maybe 30 percent rental in town and we like that um i take i always pivot to bellingham bellingham is probably 55 going to be 60 percent rental in the future right right. 50 60 percent rental i don't i don't know that that's healthy when you have more renters in town than you have owners no and because yeah. it makes for a, a more transient population, yeah, yeah. which means they have the ability. Maybe you're only in a one-year lease. which yeah. is different than a 25-year home loan. Yeah. So if you decide to move out and all yeah. of a sudden you and 5,000 of your friends decide to move yeah. out, that creates yeah. a, a challenge of its own. Yep. Yeah. And there's no ownership piece of it. Correct. Like, this is my hunk of land and I'm going to take is, care of it. And I think yeah. this, one of the beautiful things about linen is it looks nice and it's well cared for. And I think there's pride and ownership here. Correct. And that's our, our historical background is a lot of pride and ownership. So we had, a, we have a beautiful town and yeah. as we grow, we don't want to lose that beautiful town feel. On the other hand, we have to make affordable housing, which is and and I, I it's a surprise to me, but I'm of the generation I I like my ten thousand square foot lot. Right. I like k- taking care of everything, and but I talk to my kids, and they're not so interested in that right. anymore. They're going, hey, you know, a smaller lot's fine because I don't want to take care of it and waste my precious Saturdays right. doing right. all this stuff. And st- right. so there's a different uh, demographic 
feel coming through with the next generation. Did you make the kids mow the lawn too much when um, they were young? Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I said straight lines and they would go crooked. And, you know, I said, come on now, you got to, yeah. and then a little skip here and there. It's just, this come is on. <laughs> You got an edge over there. No, I hear you. That's why uh, the lovely Mrs. Viss doesn't mow very often. Uh, uh, I came home and the first thing out of my mouth was, that ain't straight. <laughs> I learned a valuable lesson there, too. Keep your mouth shut if somebody else is doing the work. That's right. Unless it's kids, you can still trade them. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It'll grow out. It's like a bad haircut. It'll happen. Yeah. So uh, speaking of, um, you know, smaller lots, density, yeah. stuff like that, um, the city's really trying to uh, address those issues yes. and trying yep. to make uh, uh, home ownership affordable for yep. people. But it comes at a trade-off. Right. You, 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 yeah. You, you, we're not going to necessarily get the same neighborhood feel that we've had in right. the past. and. But I, I do pivot to like Homestead. Homestead is a development that was put in around a golf course. And if you like the feel and density of Homestead, that's the feel and density we're trying to get with Pepin. But the the open spaces will be waterways, not golf course. Correct. And so it'll have a different feel. I think you go to East Linden, there's a lot of people that say that feels different than Linden traditionally is. And so we've got to figure out what we did there and what we like and don't like right. about it and try to make it better for Pepin. Yeah, because I hear the same thing, too. As you know, I get <laughs> people that will pop into the <laughs> office or see me somewhere, and it's um, it's just a different feel. Yeah. It's a traditionally different feel. It's narrower streets. It's narrower um, lots. Yep. You know, houses yep. are a little closer yep. together. And um, in addition to that, uh, we got what the consumers want. So a consumer, even if they're buying a first-time home or maybe they're just stepping up to yeah. their second home, um, they want bigger. Yep. They yeah. want fancier. They want, you know, the yep. tile and the yep. stainless yep. steel and all yep. that. And that, so what the consumer is choosing also impacts that price. Yep. I mean, it's not, yeah. not like the and city it's not, can yeah, it's want. Not, it's not affordable at some point because right. of all the amenities people put in the houses. Right. Yep. Yeah. Go back to Formica, folks. There's a lot to be said for Formica and linoleum. There's a reason it was popular. That's right. Oh, man. So as you've, as you've journeyed through town and you do stuff, um, what, do you, what do you think average Joe citizen has no clue about what's going on or, or not, not because they're ignorant yep, or stupid yep, or anything yep. like that. I, it's I, just something. One thing that I think is just a jewel in town that I think me – People kind of know about it, but don't know. Is the Jansen Art Center? We have a oh, yeah. we have a regional um, art center. It's and it's a class one affair, and it sits Absolutely. in downtown Linden, and lots of activity going on there. But I think your average citizen would walk by and not know what's going yeah. on in there, and the opportunity for. Um, Meeting the arts face to face there is quite something, and, and, and we're not just talking about a forty five hundred dollar painting hanging on a wall that yeah. you need to interpret in some way. They've right. got music, yeah. They've yeah. got crafts in their in their gift yep. store. They're doing dance classes. Uh, yep. Musicians are practicing yep. there, or want to be musicians, yep. depending. Uh, I think they still got the wool. Yeah, they the have the, darning, the yep the whatever it is. Yeah, it's um. What is that thing? Fabric art or something. Yes. Like yeah. yeah. Something like yeah. That. Anyway, they do glass in the basement. Yep, they got yeah. a kiln down there. Yeah. There's all kinds of opportunities for learning about the arts, yeah. but I think the, and the music and the, uh, and hands on. I and, mean, yeah, you can you, take classes. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You're, and they're not, 
they're terribly not expensive. expensive and they're, I think they're a lot of fun. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's it's a gem in downtown Linden that more of us should take advantage of. Located in the old city hall, and located which in the old was city a public-private partnership to get that yeah, done, yeah, and so, a real enhancement yeah. to the community. Yeah, that was a great deal. Yeah. So that's that's one I think that, you know, on the kind of the retail side, we'll call it that's out there that people don't know yeah, about. Yeah. But then I think the other thing is, you know, how our infrastructure is taken care of, um, streets, sidewalks, things like that. Why certain streets are nice and other streets are not nice. I think yeah. that's a shocker yeah. to some people and. You know, we have some neighborhoods in town where the streets are not like they are in the newer sections of town. Correct. And the citizens will come to us and say, hey, we want sidewalks on our street and we want curbs and we want that uh, black asphalt parking strip. And we go, well, if you put it in, we'll take it over. That's what the rest of the city did. <laughs> I and, they go, and they go, what do you mean? Yeah, I got to yeah. buy my own street. Well, when you buy a development, when you buy your house in a development or anywhere in town, you you've bought the amenities that come with it, and the and the guy that built it put in the sidewalks, the curbs, the gutters, the sewer, the right. water, the everything. And when you bought the house, you paid for that. Yeah, yeah. So what I I think that's a good <laughs> point too is a lot of people are under the assumption that when a new development comes in, the city has put all that stuff no, in, no, and no. that's not the case no. at all. No, no. The, yeah, we. We will take it over when it's built to our standard. Right. <laughs> Which is fully inspected. Yep. You yep. guys, I mean, yep. you're pretty and good so, about it. And so we, the, the, the word around City Hall is uh, the, the, the existing citizens shouldn't have to pay for new development. Right. So the, the people moving in pay for the new development. So that's why we have a, a water impact fee and we have a sewer impact fee. That's, that's, they pay into these things so that, and we start building up a reserve so that if when the citizen, when our town grows enough, when we have to add on to our sewer plant, we've collected this impact fee from these people all along the way to right. take care of that 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 new capacity that's required. And w- and those fees are also not the not the actual cost of the mm-hmm. fee, but the, the the ability to charge those fees is dictated by the state. Yeah, that's correct. So yeah. I think you got fire. Yeah, we have fire, water, sewer, storm, traffic, and, and storm. Yep. Those, yeah. are the, those are the five that we do. And that and that's, again, so that infrastructure builds out when you need to make it bigger. Because I heard fire trucks aren't cheap. Oh, they are not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> ladder trucks are worse. Yeah. So so share that. What's a what's a typical ladder truck? Well, a ladder truck, a new ladder truck is going to be, we'll say, $1.2 million. Jeez yeah. Louise. Yep. And a new uh, fire truck is going to be 600 say. Maybe Oaky not. smokes. And you want to, if yeah. possible, buy new yeah. because there's a reason somebody's getting rid of yeah. their yeah. used one generally. Yeah. And we've found that out in the past. <laughs> <laughs> well, we used to buy used police cars too. That's we used right. to we, get used yeah. CHP cars. Yep. And then we had an incident, um, I think it was just before I got on, uh, where the front <laughs> axles decided to give out Oh man! Uh, in front of the fairgrounds during the fair. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yep. yeah. So we've had, uh, the, it, it, there's a program through the U.S. government because we're a border city called Stone Garden. And oh, we've yeah. gotten a lot of money through Stone Garden. And we've got a lot of police cars through that. And they pay for overtime nowadays. They don't do so much um, hard goods like cars and things like that anymore. But so we try to keep our fleet up. And now that we have 18 officers, you know, I go, if a car lasts eight years, say nine years, 
Yeah. That's a long time. Right. That's, we still need two a year. Yeah. So I'm now we just we just routinely budget for two or three cars a year, That's which good. is which is odd, but you have to because have if you to. don't. Your, your cars are going to wear out. And, and, and that's about 45000 a car by the time. 55000 oh, a car. Oh, 55000 a car. Come on now, Gary. Oh, this, yeah. this okay, is, I'm behind This the is times. the government here. 55000 <laughs> Oh, okay. That's something else we should touch on. So uh, uh, when you're buying mm-hmm. services yeah. as a city, uh, a lot of times there's only, you got two, three options, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. these companies know that. That's true. But, they, but also we can bid on state contracts. So Correct. we can we can... We'll say glom yeah. on to um, some other contract that some other city has done with some dealership, and then we can get cars at a fleet rate. Right. Um, it was interesting. Uh, we were, I'm on the WTA board. We oh, bought, yeah. we're buying some buses, and we actually uh, are on with Virginia's buying power because our state did something wrong, and so we, we, we used another state's buying power. Really? Yeah, so I found that really fascinating. Wow, <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So yeah. in this case, we can. I don't know if it's because it's federal money or what, but anyway, we got, we're, you, we, you we're buying on a contract from Virginia or something. Yeah, yeah. Some so you, yeah, and you do represent the city of Linden yep, yep. Um, on the WTA board. That's Which correct. is fantastic. Because they've increased their services and their yep. offerings out yep. in our community. Yeah, and I'm, my goal there is to get us on once an hour service. They, um, Perfect. But our citizens have to use it too. And that's yeah. that's part of the, I mean, for the first five years that I was on the WTA board, I was like, I, I would argue a little bit for Linden to get more service, but I'm going, I know we don't use it much. So if there are other communities that need it more, let's yeah. go there. But now I'm going, all right, if the, now that we're a little bit more flush with cash and we can do these things, I'm going, we need more service in linen so that people can see the buses regular and start to use it. Because right. the only way we're going to get people to use it if it's convenient and regular. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Nobody wants to take five hours to get to Bellingham. No, no. So. To hop four buses <laughs> to right. get to right. wherever yeah. you're going to go yeah. and yeah. then repeat the process on the yeah. way back home. Yeah. So, so yeah, WTA is kind of an interesting one. And then, and we've grown out in East Linden, so we've got to stretch our route farther out. And we've got right. some apartments out there that really are good opportunities for bus right. transport. And so we've got to get the service to where the people are. And, and then as we plan for Pepin again, let's not put our high density way out on the Badger. Let's put it a little bit closer in so where the services are so that these people can use the services that are available. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> As you know, I'm a big proponent of keeping it closer yep. to the downtown yep. core. Yep. Because, and, and we'll hit on this, this is kind of timely and mm-hmm. impacts everybody in some ways they don't even realize it. But um, the way consumer shopping has changed. Oh, yeah. And especially <clears throat> in our community. Yeah, so, well, it, it's, I mean... I'm a recycler of cardboard, so I drop off my cardboard at Linden Christian School, and I see Amazon boxes everywhere. Ab- everywhere, and absolutely. And so, so the bad news for local retailers is that there's uh, there's a lot of shopping going on by mail nowadays, and it's probably what's going to happen in the future more and more. The good news for us as a city is that uh, they changed the sales tax system probably 10 or 15 years ago to destination sales tax. So now when you order Amazon and it comes to 98264, Linden gets the sales tax from that. So 
Which nope. how much sales tax do we take in a year? Roughly? We take in about two point eight million dollars worth of okay. sales tax. Okay. And we get so if just in rough numbers, you know, everybody I think everybody knows that our the sales tax rate in Linden is eight point seven percent. We get roughly ten percent of that or point eight seven yeah. cents. Cents. For every yeah, point eight seven cents on every hundred dollars spent. Dollars. Dollar. Dollar yeah, spent. Yeah. 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 So it's not, you. yeah, we don't have a, but it, the flip side is when you get $2.8 million worth of sales tax in a year, there's a lot of money turning over in town all the time. Yes. Yeah. And we have some businesses in town that, that generate a lot of sales tax. Um, and we're, you know, I look, I look to Ferndale and Ferndale, Ferndale and us are roughly the same population within really a couple close. Hundred, yeah, yeah. With a, within a couple hundred people, but our sales tax revenue is probably couple hundred thousand more than theirs and i think it has to do with some of the bigger businesses in town that we have that do a lot of retail and the ones that come to mind immediately we have two lumber yards and one car dealership right and those those are high sales tax and we even have um several uh implement dealers yeah which which you know even though even though the tractor may not be Yep. We may not be getting sales tax off that. Yep. It's the lawnmower, the parts, yep. the all, yep. all that kind of yep. stuff. That yep. and then and out. then the you know the businesses in the in the along the guide. There's just a oh, lot yeah. of sales tax generated there. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very huge part because that also help fund. I think WTA they're funded by sales uh, tax. by sales tax yeah, revenues. They're the four tenths or six tenths of yeah. percent. So everybody's got their hand in there. And yeah. we should also mention, speaking of taxes, <laughs> it's very similar, although not just the same for property tax. Yeah. So yeah, it, what, okay, let's talk about property tax is an interesting one because uh, we're only allowed to grow 1% per year, which is not a lot of growth for, for one to okay, put it into perspective, 1% growth in sales tax is about $25,000 worth of growth per year. So in my mind, every f- three or four years, I can add a police officer because of my property tax increases. increases. Yeah. So three or four years. Not, right. <laughs> not and every, that, and that yeah. doesn't include, you could add, but say the department is getting and no disparaging them wage increases benefits go up or cars go up or or um you know i might need a i might need a firefighter or something else you know right and i always look at expenses in the city there's ongoing expenses and one-time expenses ongoing expenses are personnel and one-time expenses are usually capital things and so we had a big sales tax um windfall a few years ago when two schools were built in the same year and preferred freezer came into town right huge and project so we, big projects and our sales tax numbers went up significantly but we all and and the council recognized this is short term we can't do this forever uh, forever so let's not spend it like it's going to keep yes. coming in and it did go down i yeah. mean so we and we watched that but back to property tax like preferred freezer it's just amazing to me that when they came into town now that's like a 50 million dollar project and it represents 2% of the assessed value in Linden. And because of that, um, they're covering 2% of the property tax. Right. And so when a lot of property taxes went up quite a few a few years back, but other communities, the taxes went up a bit. Ours were pretty stable. Part of it was preferred freezer came to town right. and took the brunt of it for us. Because new growth will offset yep. what, yep. What, you, what the city... Yeah, we can claim the new general. growth. Yeah. yeah. 
but that's new. Yeah. And if you've got a bond, for instance, with the schools, when we mm-hmm. approve bonds and they set a mill rate, yep. uh, they're actually setting a dollar collection number. So yep. we're, you, you can put whatever yep. decimal yep. points you want in front of it, but we need $200,000 a year out yep. of you. Yep. And if there's 50 of you, you're each going to contribute so yep. much. But when another 50 join the club, you can, yeah. now that goes down. Everybody's yep. Yep. paying a little yep. less. That's right. So yep. that's why we want business growth. Yep. And the city has done a very good job, I think, um, both from a chamber perspective and a citizen's perspective, of working with companies when they come in. Yeah, we were very business friendly, and we're probably more business friendly than most. I, that's that's where I'll say the six small cities. So we've got uh, Linden, Ferndale, Blaine, Sumas, Nooksack, and Everson. The six small cities. We we meet monthly, just and. The topics are varied. But anyway, if there's economic opportunity in the county, we encourage it. And amongst the six small cities, a win is if we get one business in any one of those six cities. Whereas the big player south of us (laughs) (laughs) is not so encouraging to business. And so... So we're we're banding together to encourage business, whereas south of us is not so not necessarily encouraging business. Right, right, right. Not as encouraging as we are, for that's, sure. That's correct. Sure, yep. for sure. And we've talked uh, before. You know, I've talked about this for years. Um, we're what we would call we're at the end of the trailer. That's right. Well, yeah. If you take so, it's not as easy to. <clears throat> Get businesses here, yep, and yep, it's because yep. we're at the end of the trailer. Yep, we're we're the last stop before Canada. Now, right. now we have the opportunity to to draw on that market and suck them Correct. across the line to Correct. us. So that's an opportunity, and and that's where a lot of businesses come from. I mean, and Sumas has really done well with that. Yeah, and preferred um, freezer. Yep, a large part yep, of their yep. building here was because we became the first stop. Yeah. Or just yep. change strategy. That's right. So, <laughs> so there's you know so you know. We're at the end of the road we're for, at the, the, for end the U.S., the yeah. but we're at the beginning of the road for Canada, yeah. so let's take yeah. advantage we're of that We're a gateway. <laughs> yep. We're a gateway, yep. which yep. doesn't bring tourists, but <laughs> can in some way. But, okay, so we got all this good stuff going yep. on. Um, city staff is is kind of been maintained. It's I mean, it's yep. gone up some yep. with, with the growth. Yep. But, but we're, we, we're trying to be more lean and effective at the jobs we do. There's not a whole lot of duplication at City Hall, so we're – we're probably as lean as we can be. Uh, we are not, I mean, our growth has occurred mainly in public safety yeah. um, with personnel increases. Um, we've had s- some growth in City Hall, but public works, parks really aren't growing as we we're trying to become more efficient. Right, right. Um, and you got a good, in my view, <laughs> um, and I, I know you share this sentiment, so I'm not going to take that away from you at all. Um, we got a good crew yeah, all the way do. around. Oh, yeah. Top we have to great, bottom. Great employees that really love the city, love yeah. working for the city, and want to make the city great for themselves because most of them live here. Yeah. yeah. they uh, Yeah. If they don't live in the city proper, they're just on the outskirts. Right. They're still yep. considered yep. a Lindenite. Yep. We don't go by boundaries. <laughs> no walls. Yep. We've got no yep. walls. Uh, go all over. What, what, what um, kind of related to the employees and stuff? Um, what do you think the average citizen doesn't know about the people that are working for Linden? Is it their, is it the fact that they really have a true love and they're trying to be as efficient as they can? I, that's part of it. I think, too, the, um, this turnover in management over time. It's, so 
since oh, I've yeah. been here 10 years, the top, um, all of the department heads have been changed except one. And that and would be po- and Parks. That was parks, correct. Correct. And and um, it, and and one side of you says, "Whoa, I've been here ten years, and it, you got a whole new management." And then I go, "Well, think about it. Typically, managers are in that role in the latter part of their careers because they have lots of experience. So over ten years, you would expect yes. a lot of turnover. Yeah. And and that's what's happened over the last ten years. And we've had, um, and we've managed, I think, to hire very well. And we've done, and we've gotten some great people that. Now we and and I think part of the nice part is we're getting some outside influence to help us make us even better than right. You know we were doing very well, but we can even do better. Yeah, I think <laughs> what I like what you that approach with that because uh, and I've expressed this to you before too is um, I always like to hire from within whenever mm-hmm. possible yep, yep. because I think uh, there is a certain dynamic to any community yep, yep. that you need to maintain. But um, there was a we'll call it a generational gap. Maybe there's a better term for it between who we would have as our number two and then the number one. So we've got to bridge that gap with some training, some techniques and just some outside knowledge of, yeah. And mentor these people. Cause I I like to promote within, within too. And we, and we just recently did it. Uh, We had a, uh, a new person in our water treatment plant and that was a ripple effect all the way down to the, bottom people yeah. moved kind of ratcheted up and now we've got we've got one to replace it you know a new public works position to replace it right at the bottom of the starting right their way up the scale that's again. where it rippled that's yeah, where it, the yeah, ripple kind of stopped now we got to fill that gap yeah, yeah. that's cool yeah. That, yeah, that and that really does speak volumes and and because we're a lean organization mm-hmm. it's important to have those people that have a skill set and a work ethic yeah yeah which i have to say um, you know, being involved in some other communities, yep, yep, you know, or at least yep. seeing them, uh, we got a great team. We got a great team. They're a bunch of hard workers and, oh, and, 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 and I smart think workers. Smart. They I, work smart. Yeah, Not only I, hard, yeah, but smart. And I think I'll say some of them have fun with the, what they're doing too. And I think oh, that yeah. makes it more enjoyable for them if they can have fun right. doing their work. Right. And then they get her done and get her done well. And I think that's an atmosphere that you have helped yeah. to foster that, you know, yeah, we got to put our nice nose to the grindstone yeah. and we're going to get yep. stuff done, which they seem to do naturally. Yep. Um, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, let's go have some donuts. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we need a cup of coffee. We just busted our buns and, you know, let's take a little break yeah. and reorganize here. Um, what concerns for the future? What are you looking at? And you're saying, oh, no. Growth. Growth. Yeah, how to accommodate growth or how we grow or all of the above, all of the above, how we accommodate the growth, how we take care of um, the existing population and then the diversity that's going to occur with the growth. I mean, we're going to get a different demographic moving into town. Right. And how is that going to change the complexion of town and what's it going to look like in five, 10 years? And and you can also you can already since it's changed a little bit yeah and it changes it has. all the time a little bit yeah it has and it's interesting when we get new people um that that move in mm-hmm. and what are the as, <laughs> as scott knows some of our people listening to this those tens of you who are tuning in um we do a welcome basket program mm-hmm. here at yep. the chamber and we want to welcome newcomers yep. and we introduce them to d- different merchants who participate. And for us, it's just been a great program, but we ask for feedback. You know, what do you mm-hmm. find? What do you know? What do you want to tell the mayor? What do you mm-hmm. want to tell the council? And one of them is always, 
stop the growth. <laughs> You're going too fast. Yep. And yeah, I, we always give the analogy of it's the last person that walked in the door and slammed the door and said, hey, we're, we're, we're done. full. We're done I don't now. want yeah. anybody else here. <laughs> yeah. I got here. Now it's time to stop. Um, but then they, they, they learn mm -hmm. uh, a little yeah. bit about the way we do yeah. stuff because we, we're yeah. different, yeah. just like all communities yeah. have a different yeah. pace and style. And, and I think part of it is I think some people move in and they see clean streets, tidy homes, all this stuff. They love it because this is like they yeah. want it to be. And then they move in and they buy in. And then some of them, not all of them, but some of them find out, hey, it's a lot more work than I thought. Yeah to keep it up to right. make it look like that. And that's, you know, that's what Linda Knights do is we take care of our right. property because we have pride and ownership. And then yeah. we look around and sometimes it isn't up to snuff, up to snuff. <laughs> we want, yeah. But I think people try to do it, but you know, yeah. it's, it's just, just, right. it just, so it's changing slowly because, yeah. and uh, you know, people have different priorities than, Correct. And and Correct. and even my age to other ages, the priorities are different. Right. So. And you 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 you, um, as you're aware, what we've been trying to do as a chamber is making sure people understand that. Yeah, as a chamber, we're we're the official quote unquote um, tourism. <laughs> we're the official greeters of yep. new people yep. coming to Linden, but it's an <clears throat> entire community that has to do that. Yeah. And so if you're looking out at the neighbors and his lawn hasn't been mowed for three weeks and it's starting to bug you, um, maybe in a nice manner, go over and knock on the door and ask if there's been a problem. Yeah, you yeah. don't know if there's a family issue going on or a health issue yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever it is. And we can offer to help each other out because yeah. um, that's what makes, that's part mm -hmm. of our unique yeah. fabric. Yeah. And another unique thing is we're safe. And we're and, very safe. And it, it just overall, just even though we all heard what happened in the park, <laughs> yep. so we're not going to yep. take that away. We're right. not glossing that over at all. Yeah, we know what happens. There's yeah, but I heard it again on the way in this morning on the radio is that hey, uh, we're one of the top ten safest cities in the state again. Right, so, and that's good. But I think it it's police that make it safe, but it's our citizens that make it yep. safe. And uh, our city administrator Mike Martin, he says. He says, Lindenite self-police. We do. And so when somebody sees something that isn't quite right, they'll, they'll say, hey, right. you know, you shouldn't be doing that. Or, right. you know, pick up that thing that you dropped right. on the ground. Or let's, uh, you know, pay attention to these things. And, even, and, and even to the point of teaching our young people a level of accountability. That's right. Like, don't throw your trash all over the that's place. Right. Yeah. Don't graffiti everything. Yeah. You know, take, yeah. take pride in take it. Take pride in it. And so because we self-police, I think people are just – when you drive through town, if you see something unusual, you might make a call to somebody and say, right. "Hey, did you did you see that? Is that a problem?" And and people do that, and that's great. And, and you should. Yeah. And yeah, for those <laughs> again, don't hesitate to call nine one one. Worst case scenario is yep. okay. It was nothing. Yep. Uh, best case scenario, you've prevented something from happening, yep. which I think just happened the other day. Um, there was somebody prowling a house. And a neighbor, yeah, that van doesn't fit in, van, whatever vehicle yeah. it was, uh, called PD, and they went in, and it was a stolen vehicle, oh, and wow. the guy was hanging out. So, oh, oh, there you um, go. Yeah, it takes all of us <coughs> to do that kind of stuff. So, so those interactions between citizens, is that one of your your concerns for the future, is how do we maintain this small town How do feel? we maintain a small town feel, keep it safe, with a growing, diverse population? And, right. Um and diverse is not only 
Um, I think I shouldn't speak for you, <laughs> but diverse doesn't always mean just race. No, it's there's income levels. Yeah. There's anything you can look yeah. on a chart yeah. where you yeah. got to fill out like, yeah. yeah, you know, what's your age category? Yeah. What's your race? <laughs> what's your income level? Do you own a yeah. rent? Do you, yeah. you know, yeah. everything you get when you sign up for a credit card, yeah. um, that, that plays into it yeah. and we've got to yeah. learn to intertwine mm -hmm. those yeah. which is one of the things i like about uh some of the areas we did um i have some challenges with east linden um mm -hmm. I th mm -hmm. there's things we can tweak yep um but prior to that where we have kind of a mixed area there isn't always there's not mansion row yeah right and there's not you know the poor poor enclave or or something yeah. like that so we kind of mix it up so we're we're intermingling mm -hmm. yeah and I think East Linden, like you said, narrower streets. A few of the things that we did that changed that to get the density where the Growth Management Act would like us to be yeah. has made it feel different. And we've got to learn from that and, and make adjustments. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not um, when I was on, I came up with this RMD zoning. Mm -hmm. That's something yeah. I really wanted. I wanted to replicate the older part of town. For those okay. of you who don't know, that's uh, we'll say Main Street to Front <laughs> Street. 8th Street to 17th. Yeah. RMD, you better tell them what it is. Well, uh, <laughs> re residential mixed density. So, yeah, good way to catch me on an acronym. Thank you. Thank you. I broke my own rule. Um, but it didn't turn out the way I wanted. It, it was different. Yeah. And so um, forever, this is, as, as our friend Councilor Bodie likes to say, it'll be there for a thousand years, um, which is great if yeah. you did something good. If it didn't turn out quite the way you wanted, you're like, oh, man, this stinks. But um, it's just one of those things. Yep. You know, you can't. You, and there's a lot of eyes. It's not like you as mayor are just making decisions. No. Right? Yeah. So there's a team that goes on. So what what is some of the team members in like Pepin Creek? What do you what who's all involved? Well, every uh, you know, all the committee city council is involved and then um, staff is heavily involved and I guess what you what you mentioned is uh, I if you come to a city council meeting and not many people do <laughs> Um, you're going to go there and you're going to go, wow, these, it's just wham, bam, thank you, man, we're out of here. I mean, it happens pretty fast right. and it, we, we make a bunch of motions and things happen, they get approved and we're out of there and, and people will go, uh, you know, where's the discussion? What happened? If you want to see the sausage made, come to committee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so all of the things that make it to council have been through one or more committees and those committees, that's where we hash it out and that's where we have all the discussion and we welcome uh, the community into our community Absolutely. meetings. So that was and one thing it, I wanted it, to it, ask it, is, is so Joe citizen yeah. sees something he's a little doesn't mm -hmm. like, yeah. or maybe has an idea because yeah. yeah. we do get yeah. people that do that. Um, what's the best way for them to get involved? And they usually will go, well, can I come to the city council and, and speak? And I said, well, sure you can, you know, there's, you know, for three minute open mic at the beginning of the meeting and you can, whatever you, whatever topic you want. But if I said you really want to be effective, you know, what's your concern? Well, I'm worried about this park something. Come to parks committee meeting. I'll tell you when it is. And, yeah. and then, and we usually take visitors first so that, you know, yep. you can move on your way and we'll hear your concern and often we act on it. I mean, yeah. so that's, you know, if, if you have a concern about public works or something, public safety, come to, come to our committee meetings. And I think something that was that, predated my time on council was during my time and now during the current um, your administration and 
is uh, if you come, if you, if you have a problem, if you see what's an issue, um, if you think you may have a solution, don't be afraid to bring that up. Right. Yeah. Because now you're like, now you're thinking on all gears here. It isn't just like, I don't like that. Well, okay. Yeah. So you don't like it, but you got a, you got a solution for yeah, us. You all got right. a solution. Yeah. I mean, you've thought about it yeah. and you guys are, are, are the, the whole team is very mm-hmm. open to. Yep. We'll make solutions. adjustments and, and fine tune. I'm, I mean, we just did a recent one in uh, public works again to, to allow for an, a new sewer rate, a lower sewer yeah. rate in one section of town for a low income well, it's actually mobile home parks. So, right. so, so that it becomes more affordable for the people who live there. So, right. And that and, keeps the landlord's and, expenses down. Yep, so it's a, yep. it's a win for everybody. It's a win for everybody. And, and, and that's because a, a landlord came in and said he had a concern and the council listened and we said, well, let's, let's try to see if we can come up with a solution. And he had solutions, we had solutions and we came up with something. So that, that's how, that's it's, fantastic. That's how it's done. And, the, and you've always been very welcoming to people. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'll bring this up. And if you think it's also something, talk about it. Otherwise, go, I don't want to go there. Um, but recently, I've felt like, as an observer, um, we're getting more citizens that I will say, uh, in no particular order, want to use the Fox News, MSNBC, CNN method of communicating with their elected officials, where they come in and they, it appears... Um, that they believe the hotter they are, uh, the more adamant they are, and the more they can put someone down, the stronger their argument will yeah. be. And we've had some of that at some meetings, and it, it's disappointing. I, I guess I would like to have civil conversation with anyone, and we're willing to take your ideas and, and listen there's also opportunities for growth in the community, and sometimes our hands are tied. And I don't know that the citizens necessarily rec- recognize that. Uh, cer- certain things we have to do, and uh, and uh, as a, as a city, we too have to, you know, what's the what's the greater good, you know? right? And so, um, when people get hostile, it usually usually has to do with their property or something near and dear to them, right. and 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 something might be changing around them, and they don't like that, but. Um, all of us have grown up, not all of us, but we grew up in this city and it's been changing around us for me right. for 60 years. Now. Right. It's been changing around me. And I go, okay, just cause you don't like it in your neighborhood this time, somebody else didn't like it in their neighborhood either right. one time. And, and now we have the fairway center. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect example. Perfect example you know, of growth. Yeah. What used to be, um, the or chicken yeah. hatchery yep. is, uh, now, is now fairway center. Yeah, and, and you think that the neighbors wanted, you know, Harold's grocery store out there right, back in the day? Right, Probably not, right. but okay, there it came. It showed up. Again, and for those of you <laughs> who uh, don't know or aren't aware, uh, the Fairway Shopping Center was a chicken hatchery that then became Harold's IGA, mm-hmm. named after Harold Coy, mm-hmm. um, and his family uh, still runs that operation. That's right. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic place. Um Okay, we're getting closer here, and I know you got other appointments to go to. What do you want the residents to know? Citizens, people who are visiting, whatever. What do you want people to know? I just, I, I we're trying hard at City Hall to make Linen great, and we we need input from the outside on occasion to help us grow. And we have challenges in front of us, particularly this Pepin Creek, and we want to do it right. I think there's a, a big concern on City Council that, you know, here's an opportunity to do it right, but it's so expensive. Right. 
we don't we don't want to waste taxpayer dollars Correct. or people's money trying to do it perfectly right. And so we're looking for you know input from citizens from people. You know how how can we do this? Um, it, it, we want to grow in a way that is measured and good for the entire community. And right, I, I think too retail in town. We've you know people. There's a lot of people that say no, you know why can't we get a Fred Meyer or something like that in town? And I, I the oppor- I wonder too if that opportunity is closing just because of how retail is changing. It makes it much more difficult yeah. because, as as you were aware, last time Freddie's um, came and danced with us, yep. I'm starting to feel like that prom date that keeps getting rejected <laughs> all the time. Hey, you want to go to, well, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, part of their component wasn't just, uh, or, or part of the reason mm-hmm. they decided not to come, uh, one was based on the Canadian economy, what they saw, right, uh, right. Yeah. the impacts yeah. of the Canadian economy changing. And also the fact that um, we are still, to this day, considered to be over-grocerated. Yeah. And yeah. a big component of their business model is their grocery. Is their grocery. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it sits smack dab yeah. in the middle of the store. Right. And and a part of it was some pushback from the community on location. Right, right. And so you, right. you factor all that together and they moved on. And, and then people will go, well, why can't you get it? Well, you know, they're... If you want something like that, and when the opportunity is there, you got to come to public meetings and and speak positively right. for it, because there are people who are speaking right. negatively for it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so we we hear the negative because I, I'll, right. I'm, I'm like everyone else too. If I'm negatively opposed to something, I'm more willing to talk about it. Correct. But, oh yeah, that'd be great. I don't go to that meeting because it and you know. Yeah. It, People, yeah. people get. I think people relate to the defense, mm-hmm. yeah, in, in yeah. on the, those occasions yeah. more yeah. than they yeah. than they realize the offense. And mm-hmm. I've said many times, <clears throat> many, 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 many times, because um, I go to a lot of these meetings. Uh, council and yourself yeah. are very gracious to allow me time to speak, um, but I can't be the only voice. Yeah, I right. can't. Yeah. You know, yeah. no matter how much great sense I make. <laughs> And how much wisdom I am bringing to the conversation, it helps to heal from other people. And I have always been impressed by the ability when citizens get involved, we get things like the recently completed completed Mount Baker Rotary Project, Million Smiles. Um, The the list is endless of Mm -hmm. things where citizens have got involved and something's happened because they had a little seed of an idea. And that's what I hope continues to go on. And so... The other thing is, Linden is a great community. I mean, just okay. Just recently, we passed a three million dollar bond for parks and trails, which is right. great. I mean, the, the citizens recognize it, that this would be great for the community, and they and this this past week, you know, the school bond passed again. Yeah. And so, you know, the people are engaged, and they know to make our community great, it's going to cost a little bit of money every now and then. And and sometime maybe when we have more time, we can talk about parks because there's a lot of ideas yeah. I have for parks and trails in this community that yeah. I think we can continue <laughs> to grow and make things happen. Uh, so. Since we had that meeting <laughs> and you were talking about, I, I won't say it out loud because I know you want to kind of keep it on the down low a little bit. But we have an engineer for a mayor <laughs> and he's creating some pretty cool stuff. I mean, um, so I've been noodling. I haven't slept well the last couple of nights because I'm noodling this great idea he has. But um, just on behalf of, of the chamber, the business community, general citizens, thanks for what you do. Yeah, well, and, and, and all, the, all yeah. the guys and gals that are involved in everything. Yeah. I know there's a big team in there. And, and often, or maybe not often, on occasion, I can be a little blister on the <laughs> saddle parts. Um, 
but you you've always been gracious yeah. and and willing to listen yeah. and i hope i've reciprocated in yeah. the same way and, and well i'm having fun i tell people most good. of the time i'm having fun i'm that's not good. doing it for me i'm not nope. doing it for my kids i'm doing it for my grandkids you're, so. you're definitely not doing it for the money because you're not getting minimum wage i know that you might be close no i don't even think you're close late meetings and but um uh, i'll wrap up with this uh people anytime they want to get involved um, whether that's just coming to a meeting or attending or at some point you think you want to be, you know, part of the process and yeah. be a, a planning commissioner um, on a design review board. There's various ways you can yeah. get involved to make your community yeah. better. Yep. And go to the city website. You know, the, the, you can find out a lot of information there. The city council meetings are, are advertised there and all the agendas are there. But now the all the committee meetings, all the dates and times are there. So yeah. if you if you want to get involved in something, go there and that'll tell you where. Or you can call City Hall and we'll tell you where, when and where to show up. And what's the best number to reach the mayor at? Um, 354-1170. Perfect. Excellent. <laughs> hey, well, I, I do appreciate your time as always. And I do want to get together with you again because I think people are going to enjoy this. Yep. And maybe we'll move from tens of listeners up to several dozen listeners. All right. <laughs> anyway, All right. thank you, hey, Scott. Thanks, Appreciate Gary. your time. Yep. yep. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.